Your donors are busy. There's a lot of noise in their life. The frontline fundraisers who are able to break through that noise and get noticed by their donor will have the ability to win their hearts and minds. In today's podcast, Richard and I give you seven ways you can stand out with your donor so that they will engage with you and help you build an authentic relationship with them. Welcome to the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group, featuring Richard Perry and Jeff Schreifels. Twice a month, we bring you the latest and best thinking about major gift fundraising, so you can develop authentic relationships with your major donors. Here are your hosts, Richard and Jeff. Welcome again to the podcast today. I'm Jeff Schreifels, and of course, I have Richard Perry with me. And Richard, I should point out, we've been doing our podcast for over a year now with you in Asheville, North Carolina, and me in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And I think we've been able to kind of pull this off. We have, we have. But I mean, I really do miss being together. I know. And and now that, but hey, we've now got our vaccination shots. I think we should do it soon. I know. Isn't it great to get those shots? My goodness. Uh, I hope everybody that's listening has been able to get get one or at least is on a some kind of a list or no. But yeah, I know. I know. Even though it feels like uh, like like we're in the same room, it's a lot yeah. more fun when we're literally in the same room. And yeah. I mean, now it gives us an excuse to get out of our house. For goodness <laughs> exactly. <laughs> OK, this is going to be fun today because we're going to talk about the seven ways to stand out with your donors. Yeah, not not only will this be a, a really fun discussion, I also think it's going to be important, Jeff. And here's here's why. You know, when you think about when we first start working with thousands of major gift officers, you and I and our team, you know, we've worked with over the years. Yeah. When we first start out with them, most of them are failing their organizations and donors. And, and by failing, we mean things just aren't working properly. The revenue's not coming in. The, the ratios aren't right and, and all that kind of thing. Now, I'm not putting the blame on them, so so please hear me. It's just that they're not serving their donors properly. I mean, they don't know how to stand out among the crowd because they haven't had the proper training on what to do. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. I, I totally agree. And what's great for our listener today is that we're going to take all those years and all that work we've done with those thousands of frontline fundraisers and pass on to you on how you can properly cultivate your donor and stand out in your donor's mind and heart and get them to actually engage with you. That's right. And so what Jeff and I have done is come up with seven ways you can stand out to your donor so that whenever your donor thinks about your organization, there is nothing but really positive feelings from that donor about not only the mission, but how they're treated as a human being and how they're relating to you. This is so important because, I mean, let's just be honest. There are probably five to six other organizations Mm -hmm. that are in a relationship of some type with your donor at the same level as your organization. I mean, we forget that because a lot of times we think, well, this donor is just passionate about our cause. Just loves us, nobody else. Right. But we know that's not true. Plus, there's probably another 10 or so that are trying to get to know your donor. Exactly. So there's all this communication, noise, information that's hitting your donor all the time. Besides, 
and that's just on, on their philanthropy. They, they've got a life too, right? Exactly. So there's yep. a lot going on. All right. So let's get into this, Richard. What is the first way for our listener to stand out with a donor? Well, the first one, and this is an important value to, to, to you and me, mm. the first one is to be authentic, be real. Absolutely. Be yourself. Yes. I mean, this, uh, if there's anything that I've learned over all these years I've been living is, is, is the peace that comes into your spirit, into your heart, into your world. When you're with somebody that's telling you the truth, that's being the truth, that, that really is who they say they are. Yeah. And, and, and whose activities with you are true mm. and they're dependable. I mean, I mean, Jeff, I mean, you, you know how this whole thing about, about authenticity is so important to us, uh, not only in our relationship, yeah, uh, but our relationship with our significant others and our relationship uh, uh, in business as well. Yeah. It is absolutely essential. And, you know, when you think about this major gift work um, or mid-level and plan giving work, you're, the, the beauty of all of this is that we get to work directly with donors one-on-one. Mm-hmm. But that's a big responsibility, too, because we're, in re, we're supposed to be developing relationships. And if you think about all the good relationships you've had with people, it's because you've been able to be authentic and be vulnerable with the person. And that allows the other person to be authentic, tell the truth and, and be real with you. And this is just so essential, but yet it's so difficult. It seems because we've, you know, we've run into so many major gift officers who don't have this part down (laughs) or don't think it's important. Yeah, you when you when you think about the whole thing about authenticity, I mean, I was thinking about this the other day, Jeff. Is like when I'm when I'm when I have a tendency not to be authentic. Why am I doing that? And the reason is is because I am adopting behavior that I think is going to keep me safe with the other person. In other words, I'll get in trouble if I'm authentic. Yeah. So I cover up and I do some other behavior. Yeah. And you do that with a donor, and that's just like death. Well, it's death in any kind of relationship. Yeah. The interesting thing is, is if you just ignore that little voice that says, you know, you're going to get in trouble if you say that, or you're going to go down that track. If you ignore that little voice and you're just authentic, it's, ama- it's, it's, it's amazing what comes back yeah. from the other person and from the donor. It's a sense of, of real trust. I mean, yeah. it's, it's an unbelievable experience. So this first one about being authentic is very, very critical. Yeah. And unfortunately, if you are authentic and real, you will stand out. (laughs) And I say that, unfortunately, because I don't think most people are real and authentic with donors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. well, let's go to the next one. This one's related. And this one is very simply and we've kind of already talked about it a bit, but it's simply to tell the truth. We've heard so many horror stories from donors where you know they they will they'll give a gift and something happens at the organization where they don't actually use the gift as intended mm-hmm. and then they never get back to the donor to actually tell them because they're afraid and so then the donor's like 
I'm never giving to this organization again. I can't trust them. Yeah. And, and the, and the offense wasn't that something changed at the organization. The offense was not telling them the offense, not the offense, the offense. Yeah. That, that was, that was, uh, I mean, that's what bothered the donor. Yeah. And you think about that personally, Jeff, I mean, you and I, I mean, we tell each other the truth and we practice that in our significant relationships and with our employees. Yes. Um, and you, you, the times we've held each other accountable on that has been very, have been very important. Like, well, what's the truth? Exactly. And it's a, it's, it's a wonderful thing to have with donors. All right. So tell so the, the truth. So important. Yeah, it is. And the, the next one I, I think is, is, is uh, to be a great listener and to be perceptive. Huge. Um, so the thing, the thing that's a problem in mid and major and planned gifts and this whole uh, fundraising thing is that oftentimes we're after the money, right? Yeah. yeah. And so therefore our, our whole drive is to do our agenda and get the money, which actually causes deafness. I mean, it actually yes. causes you to be deaf because you can't hear, you can't be in a position to listen. That's to what the donor's saying, because you got to get your hands on that money. Right, right. Good point. So that's a big one. Gosh, if we could listen better, just think of (laughs) how we would be better major gift fundraisers. I mean, we would be able to hear the donor's passion interests, be able to understand why and, and create be that bridge that we're supposed to be between the need and the donor's desires. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would be so much better at it if we could just listen and not come with our agenda or our thoughts and just be present with the donor. I know the donor actually wants a true partner, somebody that will actually listen to them <clears throat> and walk with them on doing good on the planet. And that's why they've chosen you as yeah. an organization because they believe that they can get what they want to get done through you and being a good partner is, is listening well. Yeah. Well, kind of related to that is the next one is ask good questions. And I mm-hmm. like, like Oprah would mm-hmm. <laughs> now, did you, did you see that uh, interview that she did? Oh, with Harry and Megan. Yeah. Yeah. That was something. I, I mean, I wasn't going to watch it because I'm not really into that whole thing. But my daughter, Katie, she she's not a sports person <laughs> at all. But she texts me. She goes, Dad, are you going to watch this? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. She's like, no, Dad, this is my Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm like, OK, oh, cool. <laughs> I guess I better I better watch it. And I'm so glad I did. Yeah, because she was amazing to watch how she asked those questions mm-hmm. listened and then responded directly to how Megan or Harry responded, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like you could tell she was right in there with them. She could, she was, she was vulnerable. She was curious, empathetic and compassionate all mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. I mean, regardless of what you think of the topic, that whole business yeah. of Harry, Harry and Megan and, and the Royals and all that, so regardless yeah. of what you think yeah. about that, the, the form and style of asking good questions in that, in that interview is 
was really something. I mean, it's really something to behold. Yeah. And it made me think while she's doing this, I'm like, gosh, this is just a great lesson for frontline fundraisers on how they should be able to talk with their donors and what they, and their donors, if they could, if they could hear the questions from, from the major gift officer, like Oprah was doing, they would, they themselves would give so much more over to the, to the major gift officer. They would know the major gift officer would get so much honesty, stories, understanding mm-hmm. what the passion and interests of the donor are, why they have them. I mean, she made them feel comfortable to be vulnerable. I know it was good. Okay. <laughs> here's the fifth way to stand out to your donors to build, build your strategic plan for the donor with specific touch points that shows the donor that you know her. Yes. Now you remember when we had uh, Frank Munford on. Yeah. Who noticed he, and I, I just love that story because <laughs> you know he noticed his donor loved dolphins because he saw them all in his in the, in the guy's office. Yeah. And Frank's on the plane and he reads an article about dolphins, rips it out of the magazine, and sends it to the donor. Yeah. I mean, now is the donor's like his best friend. I, mean, <laughs> I know. You know. Right. You noticed. I mean, you you know, and you saw a touch point that that showed that okay, this guy really loves dolphins. Yeah. I mean, what? So as you're listening to to Jeff and me today, what do you know about the donor along those lines? Where if you sent them some material or some content, uh, they would say to you, "Oh, that that person knows me." That's what's important. And it's powerful. I mean, you might think, oh, this dolphin thing is kind of silly, but it's not. This mm-hmm. is something the donor cared about. Frank, he's, uh, you know, a month later is flying on a plane, sees this article and thinks because he's smart. Hey, that donor would love this. Sends it. I mean, it's a simple act that he did, it really but it was is. huge for the donor. Yep. And now, I mean, he's every time he calls. He gets an appointment. Yes. In front yep. of him. Yep. It's a done deal. That I mean, one, that one little thing. Yep. So touch points that show the donor that, you know, the donor are very important if they're built into your plan, but you've got to know them first, which requires listening, asking questions, all the stuff we've already talked about. Yeah. Very important. All right. Okay. So this one is good. Um, and it's, and what we would say, this is an absolute, <laughs> all of yep. them, this is an absolute is and that is report on the impact of that donor's gift and make it as personal as possible. Wow, that's how, how many times have we said, Jeff? Oh. I mean, it is it's absolutely true that the the major reason a donor goes away is they didn't know their gift made a difference. Right. And I mean, it's just it's just amazing. It's our you know it's one of our pillars. Hmm. Hmm. So you, you have a story about this, right? No, you have a story. The Bob story. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Now, this one is an absolute. This one I'm going to say, but it is report on the impact of a gift and make it as personal as possible. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, this whole thing about, Reporting on impact. I mean, Jeff, we've said it a million times. Yeah. The major reason a donor goes away is they didn't know their gift made a difference. Yeah. 
this is just critical uh, in it, major it cases. It's essential. And it's the number one reason why donors go away. We didn't tell them how their gift made a difference. Um, this reminds me of our story of our friend, Bob, who's a CEO of a medium-sized nonprofit, not huge. Um, and he was having breakfast one day with a donor at a diner when we used to be able to do that. <laughs> and so he, he, as he's having breakfast and he notices another of his donors at mm -hmm. the same diner. Mm -hmm. So when he's finished with having breakfast, he pays and he goes over to the donor and says, Hey, how's it going? Haven't seen you in a while. It's great to see you. And he kind of notices, you know, this donor is a little different towards like he's, he's just not his normal self with him. Right. And so Bob, you know, says, Hey, is, is everything okay? And the donor, he kind of, he's like, well, I, I didn't want to say anything, but, um, you know, a few months ago, I gave you a pretty significant gift mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I never heard back what happened. I, he said, I, you know, I got a thank you letter in the mail, but I never heard back what happened with that gift. And Bob was like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I didn't even know about this. So he goes back to the office, finds out, yeah, that, you know, they receded it. They got it around holiday time. So there's all kinds of stuff going on. And someone said, yeah, we were supposed to do this and get back, but we you know, basically this dropped the ball. And Bob was like, we've got to figure out, we got to send him an impact report, talk about what's going on. But he, so he calls back the donor. He said, I'm just really sorry. You know, I found out, you know, we dropped the ball um, and I feel really, really bad about it. And the donor says mm -hmm. this to Bob. He said, Bob, I don't want you to feel too bad <laughs> <laughs> because when I sent you that $25,000 check, which was huge for them, mm -hmm. 25,000, I also sent seven other organizations Wow. $25,000 in the same time. That's a, that's a sum of money, isn't it? 200,000, right? In total, but eight total organizations. And he said, only one organization of the eight wrote back to me and told me how my gift made a difference. So you're not alone. And, and Bob was like, oh my gosh, what, well, what, who was it? And he said, one organization that reported back to me was this small food pantry in West Virginia run by an 80-year-old woman. Mm -hmm. And she wrote this donor an eight-page handwritten note explaining exactly what she did with his $25,000. Yeah. So you, you know what happened the next year? He gave the whole 200000 to this food pantry. See, there it is. Yeah. I mean, that, that I, every time I hear that story, I am just so floored by the fact that th this simple equation about reporting on an impact and making it personal is so critical. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's the final one. Uh, a way to stand out is to thank your donor properly. Huge. And That's huge. I mean, it's huge. I, I have one, one story of, of uh, a lost check that sat, uh, it was about a $40,000 check, maybe 35 that sat in the drawer uh, of a finance person who forgot about it. Oh no. And that's one where, you know, the, the relationship went South, 
You remember the story of the organization that the finance people didn't want to hire new, um, more receders during the Christmas season. So they didn't. Oh yeah. And so they had this whole stack of envelopes. I mean, probably 800 to a thousand envelopes that had gifts in them that they took the money out and banked it, but they didn't actually process the donor. Thank you for two months, oh, two my. months. And the attrition on those donors was just unbelievable. Well, yeah. And, and you juxtapose that against the donor that was giving at the $10,000 level and was really communicated well by the major gift officer uh, about uh, what the program was doing, what the project was, got involved in it, got involved in the details, was so exciting that they gave $4 million. Wow. Um, this, this whole thing about thanking the donor is not only respectful and honoring to the donor, but it's a very critical piece in maintaining donor giving and upgrading the donor. And you can see why. So that's the final way to actually stand out to your donors to thank them properly. Wow. Okay. Well, this was good stuff. Yeah. And Richard, I think you, we can guarantee that if you do these seven things with a donor, you will definitely stand out. You will definitely stand out because people aren't doing them well. <laughs> no, they're not. I mean, and these are not, th these are simple things. They're very simple. They, they take effort, but it's, it's not like, oh, you have to have some grand strategy or anything. This is just seven strong ways to stand out and cultivate and serve your donor well. And if you do this, you'll develop strong relationships with it. I mean, we've seen it happen yes, over and over again. All right. Well, hey, we've got a free resource for you today. Go to veritasgroup.com and find our resources tab. And under white papers, you'll see transporting your donor to the scene. Mm -hmm. This is a great white paper that will help you connect with your donor and make an indelible impression. Another great way to stand out. It so really go is. to veritasgroup.com and find transporting your donor to the scene. And thanks for joining us today. And we'll see you next time. See you later. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group. Richard and Jeff also write an ongoing blog that you can subscribe to for free at veritasgroup.com. Please join us again next time.